the devil is six, then God is seven. Right here in Springfield, Missouri. Live to a hard drive from the deep dark heart of Vic Lurvy Park. Mm-hmm. Listening to Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. Always and forever. Wow. For, for all time. <laughs> for yeah. all time, I, I yeah. Think. I, I mean, nobody's, I don't know that one's ever going to surpass us. Nobody's going to take up this mantle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Toss this thing in the fireplace <laughs> underneath the mantle. What if somebody did? What if somebody <laughs> just like 120 episodes in, which happy 120th, yeah. Andy. You, you too, my man. What if somebody 120 episodes in just straight up usurped us? Like what if... <laughs> Just some celeb came through. Like Thandie Newton is now hosting a restaurant <laughs> podcast, about a podcast about restaurants in Springfield, yeah, Missouri. That's called a mercy, a mercy kill. <laughs> mercy killing. God, that would suck. <laughs> and then we're just like swept under the rug. Nobody remembers our Who'd garbage at all. Thandie Newton would be our Dr. Kevorkian. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Well, Andy. My name's Dan Howell, of course. <laughs> I don't know if you even got through that I, part. Oh, I know your name. But, uh, you know, speaking of Dr. Kevorkian and the eternal rest, uh-huh. I haven't been resting. Oh. Not not eternally or even Internally? minutely. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Does the body rest during sleep? No, Dan. It continues functioning. You think that blood stops pumping? Mine sure don't. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I I can't confirm that my blood's pumping right now, Andy, and I, I'm fully awake. Dan bleeds air. <laughs> they call me Mr. Air Guy for that reason. Good God. How far are we in? Can we just restart? No. Oh, Andy, Never. are are you going to ask me why oh. I'm not? resting gosh dan <laughs> why ain't you being resting <laughs> you're kind of taking my bit of not being able to talk <laughs> yeah your bit uh, that comedy bit you do andy i'm not resting because my veins are full of the air baby <laughs> <laughs> that's right folks it's a new running bit i got air in my veins and this was intentionally scripted before we started uh but other than that i'm i'm honestly just like having trouble getting sleep because i haven't eaten yet at all the restaurants here in uh, the beautiful city of springfield missouri yeah man oh hope we can get that done before thandy comes a knocking before thandy comes a knocking <laughs> wow we <laughs> before thandy comes a knocking man and when thandy comes a knocking that would be a potential ending <laughs> to the show <laughs> as it stands right now boy andy quite the week for the show yeah had a bonus up drop Oh, that's right. Tower Club episode. I forgot to post a video of the chip. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I posted an image of it on Twitter. Uh, check out the Spring Food Mo mm. Twitter. Pretty active this week. Oh, uh, really? Unlike previous weeks. Oh, yeah. Oh. You got to go check it yeah, out. Um, <laughs> they're talking about you over there. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah and, Uh-oh. And some, uh oh. I think they quote tweeted uh, uh, Contender Esports uh something or other <laughs> and uh mentioned you in it so you might want to go check that out I'm, I'm still not sure who runs wow our account over oh yeah there. we still don't know yeah <laughs> yeah canonically uh-huh. we're we're just not sure 
yeah, we had our bonus episode. Please go check that out. Five dollars a month. You know, half of which goes to Ozark's Food Harvest. Yeah. Gets you two extra episodes a one month. One of which this month, I told a just fantastic monumentous story. Yeah, M- momentous. I say monumentous. No, I think a monumentous is good. That's fine. Okay. The chip itself is a is a monument. Oh, yeah. It sure is, Andy. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, go go back for that. Just slice a heaven it's a good episode i'm gonna be honest i like the tower club episodes more than the real show (laughs) wow that i mean what a better the statement than that the you know you that's that's incredible Mm -hmm. they're they're worth paying for And you know what's really great about tower the tower club feed ad free Mm -hmm. you won't hear a single ad on there they're ad free yeah Mm -hmm. and yeah especially for like the last six months or so, ad free. We made sure for the for the full mm-hmm. the full feed. So we didn't even reveal that perk mm-hmm. to our Tower Club listeners until recently. Took us a while to let them know that mm-hmm. they had been listening to an ad free stream. Uh-huh. So to our Tower Club listeners, Billy Dove, Zach Howell, uh, Eleanor <laughs> Prairie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Oh. Um, you know what? I'm going to save that revelation for Tower Club. That that Ooh. O that I just said. Uh, we had a, a Tower Club member about whom I was speculating. The identity of whom I was Ooh, speculating nice. about uh, re- reveal that I speculated wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so listen for that uh, in the next two weeks or something. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Only five dollars, and you get to find out what Andy just said <laughs> O about. <laughs> Two weeks on from now. Who boy. Dan. Mm. So much happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went to Gilardi's this week. Oh. Had a, had a, is actually, that a restaurant? It is a oh, restaurant. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a home goods store. Oh, okay. <laughs> Needed to buy a wreath, an autumnal wreath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Save big money at Gilardi's. <laughs> yes, Gilardi's. Yeah. Gillard Zios. Uh-huh. uh-huh. How was that? You know what? I hope we never get to Zios. <laughs> <laughs> and with that said, it's definitely going on the books. Oh, yeah. yeah. It probably <laughs> sooner than later yeah. now. Um, yeah, I went to Gillardi's. It was a birthday dinner for one person slash eh, kind of a de facto goodbye dinner for another person about whom I care very much, Dan. Mm. What a great place to eat that is oh wow they they have a patio now i don't Spoiler know if you alert andy you're just been there you're before giving it all away. i'm not talking about the food i'm not going to say one oh. word about the delicious succulent oh. lamb that i ate mm. or the uh <laughs> four cheese tortellini that melted them <laughs> on my tongue i won't say one don't, don't say any words about word those. about either of those things mm-hmm. nor the delicious barolo we sipped on <laughs> I'm not going to talk about any of it. Don't, please. <laughs> anyway, um, they have a really great porch back there, and they just built the porch uh, recently. Or You're the not porch talking existed. about like somebody's butt, are you? They got a really great porch back there. You're not talking about Miss Gillardi. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Gillardi has nothing to do with this restaurant anymore because... Nicola Gilardi sold it to someone else, I believe James Martin, head dishwasher, like seven or eight years ago. And he's and he's got a pretty nice porch back there. He's yeah, working he, with a... He, working on his porch was his quarantine project. I'm talking about doing squats! 
just just fantastic, Andy. I'm so sorry. Please, you were talking about the 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 porch. Yeah, no, he gave us the whole rundown. He said that their porch was just like a place that pe- people would break into before they didn't have anything back there. Oh, yeah. And then when they were uh, quarantined earlier this year, he restained all the wood, like did all this painting, and they bought heaters and they got all the they got they really nice chair out the <laughs> They bought some guns, uh-huh. street guns. <laughs> They bought a couple of heaters uh-huh. <laughs> with the uh, the numbers uh, sanded yeah. off. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> desert Eagle. Mm-hmm. No, buddy. I got a Sharpie and put a B on there. It's a Desert Beagle now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He, 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 <laughs> it's, it was just it's a beautiful porch. And it's going to be a great place to go. I think as the months get colder and it becomes, you know, more of a. Uh, fraught time for restaurants than mm. it has been for the previous yeah. few months. So that's a place that has uh, made the effort to make their place uh, as safe as it can be. They he said it should be up to sixty degrees back there once it gets cold out because they got the, the they got their desert <laughs> beagles. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't believe <laughs> the heat that comes off those. Oh. Anyway, um, just had a real you know an actual genuine human conversation with the owner of that place. And it oh. was, went really, it was nice to talk to somebody and have somebody just kind of open his heart about what was going on. It was, it was pretty cool. I mean, he's, great. he didn't know that I was the podcast guy. I don't think if you we were just right. talking like normal, you know, anyway, he wasn't like, Oh, please, a mister here. Here's some extra uh, bread dip. And we made it extra good for you. Been to a nice restaurant before. <laughs> Here's yeah, some you get bread dip. Here's some extra bread <laughs> dip. You know they did bring us bread a lot. Yeah, I mean uh, they brought nice us a lot of bread behavior, and there was probably a nice oil served with it. There wasn't. Oh no, that's a that's Talking definitely a Bambino's drink. thing. Pouring the oil on the plate for you. I guess you pour your own oil on the plate, huh? I don't know, this is a good I conversation. I never pour my own oil on the plate, Andy. Andy, <laughs> just on your head, like the Bible. You're you're Remember making that time? fun of my greasy hair. Remember that time? <laughs> when, no, I'm not. Do I, I guess they put oils on the feet. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> what what uh, do I remember? What time? Nah, I was going to talk about the oil on the feet, mm. the savior. Yeah, <laughs> the hair washing on the feet and everything. Yeah. Who's that? Just a weird stuff. Wild stuff. <laughs> well, who is this dang book written by? Freaking. Quentin Tarantino with this stuff. Oh my goodness, Andy! This week's restaurant, El Maguey. Yeah, El Maguey. And Tower Club listeners will, are probably wondering why is it El Maguey? <laughs> well, because that is not what we announced. We announced <laughs> that we we're going to be covering another place that I, we had been misinformed that it had opened. It had not opened. Yeah, well, yeah, I, and uh, just so they know, our Tower Club listeners, who we do find to be beautiful and love every single one of them, uh, we decided apropos not of the place being closed. Mm. Um, I pretty. Oh, I thought it was directly connected to the place being closed. That's why we didn't cover it. No, 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 okay. no. We just we just wanted to go to El Maguey. <laughs> it wasn't because the place that we had chosen was closed. Mm. Um, was not because El McGuay is pretty much the one restaurant just exactly between your house and my house, uh-huh. just on on the way to my commute, right, to your house to record this beautiful podcast. That's right. Here. That's not it. What was the real reason? It's because 
we're just I'm just crazy for L Mag. Okay. Cool, Dan. Uh, the, I don't really I'm crazy about it, and that doesn't reveal what I think about the food. That you're you're just crazy about it. Oh, I'm crazy about it, Andy. This place, it's just always staring me down, and I'm like, we got to do this place. Okay, and it Man. doesn't matter if if it's in any way disqualified from. Yeah, why would it be? I don't. I don't know, Andy. Oh, I mean, we'd have to invalidate an entire episode of the show uh, if it was disqualified for some reason. I I drive by this place. Every day on the way to school, where I well, sit, sounds like you're in a, a little obsessed alone. with it. I sit in a room by myself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and teach kids online. Yeah, I'll just get into this right now, <laughs> please. I have a, a headache mm. all the time, and I I requested a monitor um, from school, and they said we have no monitor. Sorry, and uh, <laughs> a second monitor rather. Yeah, and uh, I filled out uh, ADA paperwork, Dan. Which I kind of feel guilty about, but I don't really feel guilty about it because I genuinely have a headache all the time. Yeah. And um, rather than let me work from home with this beautiful 27-inch 4K mm-hmm. monitor in the second oh, 21-inch monitor. is it beautiful. The district decided that, that the best option was to spend a bunch of money to <laughs> buy me the exact same equipment <laughs> I have at home already to keep me at school. Well, that's fine. Why? Why, Dan? I don't understand it. Well, every, you know, it's infamously school districts have money coming out the wazoo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they got mm-hmm. they got the money to spend. Kind of like, let's just say that your building is going to be demolished at the end of the year. Hmm. And yet the school district decides that um, they're going to spend a bunch of money to renovate the entire entryway the summer before. Makes makes perfect sense, right? Yeah, I mean, Andy, a very they got efficient money use to of throw funds. around. I'm just so surprised at a school district that is is so diligent about mm-hmm. making sure that they use money wisely mm-hmm. and efficiently would would make a choice like this to mm-hmm. make someone who's more than happy to use their own equipment, you know, who already uses a lot of their own technology for school. Uh, I don't know, Dan. Just I'm just so surprised and disappointed by this choice. Well, well Andy, this isn't an episode <laughs> of Spring School Mo, as much as we all want it to be. Yeah. It's almost like I don't care anymore. <laughs> like I, I have a reason not to care about this, about saying this. Now, Andy, I don't know what what you know you're belly itching about. Everybody knows belly the teachers itching? are high, highly paid, and uh, they're well supplied. So you should be grateful for your beautiful new monitor, and you should kiss it. I do like it. I mean. They also got me a new wireless keyboard and stuff mm-hmm. um, because we have laptops at school and it's whatever. This doesn't matter. They bought me a wireless keyboard. and I was like, oh, this is great. And I immediately went and bought myself a new wireless keyboard sure. and mouse. And guess who's not going to have to be pulling the cords all around when he's editing That's the podcast right. this That's afternoon? Right. <laughs> Actually, I'm not editing this at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm even going to do some stopping and starting to minimize the editing that I have to do. <laughs> Which we'll get to here pretty shortly. Well, that's what you think, mother, father. You thought I was going to cuss. No, I didn't. I was very confused. I was, is this going somewhere? Is this like a new character I was supposed to be prepared? Oh, wait. I mean, what? Character? I don't, we just, yeah, you don't do no, characters. No. Uh, I mean, if you were to make a cut, maybe just the last 30, 45 seconds or so. Uh, no. <laughs> Nothing's leaving ever again. Andy. El Maguay. Yeah, El Maguay. The bio segment. Right. Specifically. Okay, Dan. Uh, this isn't produced, mm. and I 
did not have a chance. I, I'm going to be less busy, so I'm going to start doing these again, hopefully. This week might be busy enough that next week we won't have one. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, but I did do some research this morning. We're recording this on Saturday. Uh, no, we're not. It's Sunday, Sunday, October 18th right now. Wow. And I woke up today about 5.30 a.m. Had a very pleasant conversation with on, with somebody on Zoom. Mm. Really great. Then proceeded to start research at about 8.30. Um, turns out uh, there were some surprises, which I'll get to. Um, Lucia Mata opened La Creta. And at 631 North Glenstone in 2004. But then in 2007, the name Mark Antonio began appearing on the property documents at the same time as the restaurant's name changed to El Maguey. Wow. Prior to housing Mexican restaurants, that space uh, had been home to Corky's Ribs in the early 2000s, as well as Trotter's Barbecue in the mm. 90s, which was a favorite of the Carr family. Oh, really? Yeah. We used to go to Trotter's. You ever go to Corky's? I don't remember Corky's, mm. no. Mm. Corky Romano, great film. <laughs> Fantastic. I haven't seen it, you actually. Guys want a piece of choc- <laughs> you guys want to buy some chocolates? I like that's seen in it, the yeah. trailer. <laughs> um, did you go see Chris Kattan? Did we go to that together? No, or was I that me and my buddy? Chris Kattan. No. Alex. Nope. Mm. Okay. It was, it was a pretty good show. Sure. Um, yeah, it was a fun time. It was fun to see him. He didn't have any material. No. He just got he? up there and talked about being on SNL. Yeah. Told stories. He did mango for a little while. <laughs> I mean, he did. <laughs> well, yeah. He did do Mango very briefly. <laughs> now, here's the thing about uh, El Maguey that I didn't know until I began research this morning. It's a chain, Dan! It's a chain restaurant. Wow. There are a lot of locations throughout Missouri. Chesterfield, Columbia, Independence, Kansas City, St. Joseph, St. Louis, St. Peter's. They got all the saints. That sucks, Andy. <laughs> Why they, did we do this? They also have ones in <laughs> Kansas and Oklahoma. It's a chain restaurant. <laughs> we did it because it was right there. And I, I, I think this is interesting to talk about because there are a few Mexican restaurants around that I think operate pretty independently. So there are chains mm-hmm. like this, like um, El Puente is owned by members of the same family. And El Charo, we very famously mm-hmm. were going to cover once and wind up not being able to cover because, again, I discovered it is a chain with like 30 locations or something. Yeah. Um. I think maybe these shouldn't be off limits because people here function as if they are local restaurants. You understand what I'm saying? Sure. Like we talk when we talk about El Maguey or people talk about that or going to El Puente or El Charo, we don't it's not like going to Cheddar's. No. You know, no, it, it's really not. They really function in the city as local restaurants. Um, and so I guess it's part of the history. We could acknowledge that. And I, they're owned by people who live here. Um I don't know. I, it doesn't seem as weird to me as just us deciding to cover a Hardee's or something. You know, Andy, uh, it sounds like what we got here is an episode of an exceptional September yep. in October. <laughs> uh, exceptional Socktober. You know, and what's more exceptional within the bounds of exceptional September than it not being even in September? That's quite the exception. Yeah, I think I, I think that all. I'm just going to assume that all tracks. Oh yeah, absolutely. So we do have a restaurant that is um, somewhat exceptional mm-hmm. here, and that it does not meet the guidelines that we set <laughs> for the show. But uh, if we're going to break the rules for a mainline episode, which we definitely already did by mm-hmm. reviewing Alamo Draft House in the back lot, we can also do whatever we want <laughs> um, because this is our show. And f- <laughs> 
<laughs> well, spring food, spring food, Mo. This is our show. <laughs> so I want to talk about something else related to this place. Do you know what the, the name? Do you know what, you know what Maguey is, I do Dan? Not. Okay. Uh, Maguey is a plant. Oh. It's not just any plant, though, Dan. It's the plant from which the beverage tequila is made. Ooh, That's right. Oh, boy. I did a little Andy. research on that this morning, and because I don't have much biographical information about this place beyond the names of the owners and the fact that there are a bunch of them around, it really, there is nothing. Like, I would have loved to tell these yeah. people's story, but I just couldn't find it. Even the three newsletter articles about El Maguey say nothing about the history of the restaurant. One of them mentions a manager's name, and that's it, which is very rare. They're like, just all raving about the chips. Actually, no, Dan. <laughs> um, the most negative review I've ever seen in the newsletter was published on September 13th, 2007. The um, review was published with the headline, El Maguey doesn't stand out, but it is good. That's the most negative review I've ever read in the newsletter. Wow. They're all just purely yeah. informational yeah. or positive. Yeah. It's almost like... Businesses with uh, ads, like a news, like a newspaper uh-huh. or a, uh, let's say, I don't know, let's say a culture magazine with the area code for the name, mm-hmm. um, they're beholden to their advertisers, and you know who isn't? <laughs> Spring food Spring mo. Spring food mo. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> advertisers. <laughs> well, yeah. Advertising. I mean. <laughs> No single ad paid for the amount that we spent <laughs> on any single episode. Nope. So, <laughs> pretty much never. <laughs> I guess I am going to have to do some editing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think so. I'm not editing anything out as far as content. I'm just mm. editing out these words, and it'll be fine. Okay, so, Maguey. If the flower stem from a, a Maguey plant is cut before flowering, a sweet liquid called agua miel, which translates to honey water. Mm. Honey water, Dan. Wow. It gathers in the hollowed heart of the plant. This can be fermented to produce the alcoholic drink called pulque. The leaves also yield fibers, no, fibers known as pita, which are suitable for making rope, matting, or coarse cloth. Oh, that's where pita comes from. <laughs> yeah. Repeat it after me, Dan. <laughs> it is kind of like a coarse cloth when you think <laughs> about it. Mm, okay. <laughs> they are also I had some Greek belly recently. Mm. They've changed the way they're preparing some stuff, Whoa. Dan. The beef techie no longer has the cheese on the inside. They're putting it on top. It's frustrating. That is incredibly frustrating, yeah. Andy. And I wish you wouldn't bring up such bad news to me during the show because you know it gets me flustered. I was I love it when you get <laughs> flustered. I was talking the place up to somebody, and uh, we went, and it wasn't. It tasted great. It still sure. tasted very good. Just the, the cheese melts inside the meat, Dan. Yeah, that's, that's the whole point. The whole, that's the techie part of the meat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Maguey plants also used for embroidery of leather and a technique known as pitiado. Mm. Pretty cool. All right. In the tequila-producing regions of Mexico, ag- agaves are called mezcales. The high alcohol product of fermented agave distillation is called mezcal. Tequila is a specific type of mezcal produced from agave tequiliana, commonly called blue agave. I don't know. I like those like those green agaves a little better. Hmm. Uh, that's what I call avocados. Green agaves. Wow. The many types of mezcal include some which may be flavored with the very pungent mezcal worm. That's what they call me, the mezcal worm. So 
They call you the mezcal one. I prostrate myself for you, mezcal. You prefer avocados to blue agave tequila. <laughs> that's right. Uh, I think that's right. Yeah. There are many different types of mezcal. And, oh, I already said that. Mezcal and tequila, although also produced from agave plants, are different from pulque and their technique for extracting the sugars from the heart of the plant. And in, they, in, in that, they are distilled spirits. In mezcal and tequila production, the sugars are extracted from the piñas, or hearts, by, by heating them in ovens, rather than by collecting agua miel from the plant's cut stalk. Thus, if one were to, just, to distill pulque, it would not be a form of mezcal, but rather a different drink. Now, here's why I wanted to bring this up. That, mm. was, a, that was a lot. Please. Um, sorry about that, listeners. No. <laughs> Actually, I don't care. <laughs> you can skip forward. Andy is fully Joker-fied. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> <sighs> I just love being me, Dan. <laughs> anyway, so Mezcal is now being used as like a marketing tool. I don't think it's like commonly known that tequila is a type of Mezcal, while now... You can go and something with mezcal on the label costs way more than tequila, mm. which is interesting to me. Like, I feel like I'm just talking about this with somebody like mezcal. We just started acknowledging mezcal as a thing here in the United States like three years ago sure. or something, and it's fancy. It's, it's almost, a buzzword. Yeah, it's almost like bourbon versus whiskey. Like, bourbon is just a specific type of whiskey. Whatever. This yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> Every square is a rectangle, not all rectangles or squares. Yeah. That type thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And don't get me started on rhombuses. <laughs> Please, folks. And a diamond. Who knows? It's just kind of <laughs> in a different shape. It's uh <laughs> Don't try to explain it, Andy. <laughs> I see your brain working <laughs> overtime right now. <laughs> <laughs> This is what th these headaches are all about. You're always well, trying to figure out what a diamond is. I teach this stuff <laughs> every year. <laughs> How to classify polygons, Dan. That's oh. the thing I do. Ooh. Quadrilaterals. Andy, just stop it. You're getting me all hot and bothered. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Polygons. You're talking about, talking about <laughs> square pegs and round holes over here. Talking about my old uh, <laughs> relationship. What? Polygon. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Andy. I think it's established on the show that I'm Polly for some reason. That's right. <laughs> Me and my lovely girlfriend have tried to find a third a few times. <laughs> I think uh, Paul McCartney offered his services up. Polly Hope McCartney. we hear from him someday soon. Yeah. Okay, Dan. Mm. I guess we should get into the food <laughs> at this I restaurant. I really guess we ought to. I did tell you I have a hard out, which I think we'll make real easily, but uh, I don't if think we don't, this that app's not going to go two hours. <laughs> I sure hope not. Well, I hope not too, because my girlfriend wants a chicken biscuit, and if she doesn't get it, she's going to club me. Andy, <laughs> she already told me that. What's her latest name? Uh, I don't know if it was anonymous. Last we were running with that bit, but um, uh, I, I'm thinking now it is actually Chicky uh, Bisky. Cheeky Bisky. That's exactly what I was about to say. That's insane that you even came up with that uh -huh. at the same time as me. Yeah, Cheeky Bisky. <laughs> My I, beautiful Cheeky Bisky. I definitely said Cheeky Bisky, but Cheeky is better. <laughs> Cheeky Bisky is really good. All right, let's stop talking about my girlfriend's cheeks before I lose it. <laughs> Just the big old sides of her mouth. It's not much better. <laughs> <laughs> 
We have so much fun, Dan. <laughs> we sure do. What Andy. a good time. <laughs> Boy. All right. So had you been to uh, El Maguey before? I today? think maybe once or twice, but I really couldn't remember. <sighs> I just forgot a bit I meant to do earlier. <laughs> I was going to play a song behind uh, <laughs> the, the fake bio segment. The song's like seven minutes long, and I still think the discussion went longer than that. So <laughs> who cares? It was going to be a Mogwai song. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah you even texted me about uh-huh. that, Andy. Boy, would that have been a great time. Yeah, maybe I'll stick it in there. Who cares? <laughs> People will love it. Okay. Nothing matters. <laughs> We're realizing that more and more, Andy. Uh, did you get chips? <laughs> yeah, I sure did, Dan. I got the chips. Um. They were warm. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that. That that was um, probably the most positive aspect of these chips. Sure. They're very thin. Mm-hmm. They were almost certainly bagged food service oh, yeah. chips that had been under a heat lamp. They probably dusted them with salt. Totally okay. Yeah. Just, I, I will say, acceptable. I totally agree with you, Andy. Not much special about them. But... I think there was something special about some of those dips. Oh, yeah. What do you think about your... that red salsa? I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good, too. Yeah. This is like exactly what I want from a Mexican restaurant, yeah. red salsa. Just cold, mm. not too chunky, but not so thin that yeah. it runs off your uh, well, chip. It, it will if you let it. There's a thin sure. base, but there's Absolutely. enough body to the to it also that... Uh, you, you can get a good, you can get some, get some good texture in You're there. You're not gonna get any full runoff like you would with, uh, say, a Mexican villa, whatever that is that they mm-hmm. serve, where sometimes it'll just fully leave your yeah. chip. You, you, you know, you, you need a little bit on there. Yeah, you don't need a straw. That's what we're saying. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> let's not remind our listeners of the all-time best bit we've ever done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're not gonna spoil. That goes into our Mexican Villa episode. Still one of the all-time greats. Oh, boy. Greats. (laughs) Scoop. (laughs) Yeah, I like the salsa quite a bit, Dan. I shouldn't say quite a bit. It was good. It was, you know, just pretty average chain restaurant Mm -hmm. salsa to me. Uh, No heat, really, but good tomatoey flavor, a little onion in there. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it enough to, to not want to stop eating it <laughs> I, I totally agree with you andy i'm yeah. right there with you did you happen to try the queso i did not oh boy andy i think that this is pretty good queso uh they really they they hit me right where i wanted it nice white queso with some actual heat to it mm. nothing wild yeah uh you know you're gonna have to add your own stuff if you if you want to uh make your head hurt or whatever but an actual little bit of jalapeno heat to it uh yeah you know, so often we're let down by queso, and I thought that this was great. It sat around for a little while and really didn't congeal a whole lot. You know, you had some bits it's, in what, there. Was it where its feelings hurt? Yeah, well, I, yeah. What'd I, you say to that queso? I called it out for being such a, a pushover. Do you want me to edit that? or <laughs> No, Andy. That's gold. <laughs> the listeners are loving it. All right. Tell me about the queso. More about the queso. That's all That's I have all. to say about the queso. I thought it was really good. I, I think a couple of my dishes also were served with cheese sauce. Probably the same thing. How, and, was, uh, the drip was, on, how was the drip on that queso? How was the viscosity? Um, A pretty good... You know, it, 
if something was running off of it, it wasn't gonna hang there. Yeah. So it wasn't that viscous, but uh, it also. You know, it wasn't it wasn't runny by any means. I, th- I thought it had a great viscosity in to it. It's cool that you learned that word today. I knew what viscosity <laughs> meant. I used the term viscous. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, now I see that there was evidence. Yeah. Uh, I tried. Uh, I didn't try any like dips or anything mm. like that, Dan. I just went straight to the entrees. Wow. And I I did not get to try this until. Oh my goodness! Last night, mm-hmm. so I've eaten it for my last two meals. No, this was this was no, wait, Friday night, two nights ago. Yeah, jeez, because we were there basically at the same jeez. time. <laughs> oh, that should be your new catchphrase. <laughs> oh, jeez, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. So I, I tried to pick something where I could um, taste a lot of different options. Oh yeah. And I found the Molcayete, Dan, which uh, it was struck me as an odd name because Molcayete is a, it's like a little, it's, a, you know how you'll see them put a little, put stuff in a little bowl to crush it up, like crush a pepper into uh, yeah, granules or something. Pestle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly yeah. that. That's what Molcayete is. And the description for this said, grilled chicken, then cut steak, shrimp, chorizo, pork carnitas, Monterey cheese, onion, bell pepper, tomato, Mexican rice, refried beans, tortillas. Wow. The price on this, Dan, is twenty ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it is the most expensive thing on the menu. And I just assumed it would be all these things separately, and you could like build your own um, tacos or whatever. It sounds like you got a bit of a happy family situation going on. Yeah, it, it was that, <laughs> um, except more than three meats. And all of this stuff is just mixed together and cooked yeah. together, Dan. Probably all tastes about the same. Yeah. In the end, if uh-huh. I would guess. And they didn't give me the tortillas either, Ooh. which was a real bummer. I was just eating this. Okay, this was just some slop is all this was. Mm. This was some oily slop. You know I, you know what? I wish it had been oily. It was more like watery slop. Um, just a little bit of tomato sauce in there holding everything together. Everything was like liquidy. Um, the chicken was the best. Uh, the chicken slices were really big, and they were browned on, and crispy on the outside and tender on the inside. Um, crispy from being grilled. I mean, obviously, they were grilled chicken. Sure. I don't, guess it wasn't obvious. They weren't breaded. They were grilled. Those are the only ones that really had a distinct taste, Dan. Um, the cheese was like one big block, like one... Um, it was like a layer of cheese that was flat that only went over like the very middle and it was pretty difficult to get anything except one big chunk of cheese. Like mm. I put my fork in it and had a hard time separating out little bits of cheese to, you know, eat a little bit with one shrimp or something. Don't want that. And th- this was um a bad dish, Dan. I-, I kind of can't believe that this is something that they serve and that this is the most expensive thing on the menu. It didn't have any spice or heat to it at all. And I mean, like, not really any seasoning. I would have loved to have even a little bit of salty flavor to sure. go with it. Uh, it's just like a novelty. It really just is. having all the stuff. It, yeah, just like the equivalent of the kitchen sink at Papo's or sure. something. This was not This was not good. It really wasn't. It, I liked the rice and beans more than uh, the actual meal, and they weren't even that great of rice and beans. Just pretty typical, like, very thin beans yeah. with a little bit of cheese over the top and the rice is like the very soft thin grain variety this is all food service stuff like none of this is i'm sure none of this is locally sourced and it's probably all frozen and reheated 
Oh, this was not. I didn't enjoy that. Not at all. You know, I I do like that they have grilled chicken and chicken tinga. I like that you get yeah. the choice on a lot of things between that uh, sliced grilled chicken mm-hmm. and the uh, delicious shredded chicken tinga. I'm not saying that theirs is delicious. Tinga's far su- their tinga's far superior. You think so? Wow. Yeah. That's to the, uh, to the grill. I, and the fact that it doesn't even come included on the uh, the twenty one dollar big boy. Mm-hmm. Speaking of chicken tinga, I got a chicken tinga chimichanga. Fried tortilla with lettuce, pico, sour cream, guac, Mexican rice, and refried beans. I got the dinner portion, which is just two chimichangas. You can also get a chimichanga uh, a la carte. It really doesn't explain that it's just multiple, but the a la carte yeah. one is like three fifty or three fifty. Really and cheap. The dinner is eight ninety nine. Yeah. I think and it comes with the Mexican rice and stuff. And uh. This was fine. I, you know, one big problem that I had with mine is I did order it on Friday night. Was given like a forty-minute wait on the online ordering, and it was definitely ready and much less than yeah. that. I showed up in thirty-five minutes, and whenever I showed up, it was already like basically cold. Yep. Uh, which is weird for reasons that I'm sure that you'll get to. What we could get into it now? Why oh, not? sure, Andy. Let's. So. I guess we were there like seven minutes apart. Yeah. Just like we had been for Prairie Pie mm-hmm. a week before, uh, where we just like ships ships passing in the night. Beautiful, Andy. Somebody somebody used that phrase with me recently and it, I don't know. Anyway, um Yeah, I, I order I placed my order at the time that I'm going to say very shortly, six forty PM. Mm-hmm. And I think I told you six thirty, so I'm sorry that I was inaccurate sure. in the text. And my order at 6.40 was to be picked up at 7.15. And I showed up precisely at 7.15. And first of all, uh, there was just no one up there. There were a lot of people waiting to be seated, Dan. The place was packed. Packed. Packed out. You know what else was packed? Next door at Ichiban Buffet, not a single parking spot could be found andy i saw people driving in and letting people out of the car so that they could go to park somewhere else at ichiban buffet yeah we should definitely review it yeah <laughs> right now. Uh, i mean I, I think there are guidelines for buffets where obviously the servers have to be masked and there's no like sharing mm. ladles or people who are serving stuff for you mm. but still that's a lot of people standing in front of a lot of food yeah um, I don't know. I guess you could do worse if everybody has a mask on, but I'm just kind of done yeah. with buffets. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I'm gonna make it out to a buffet uh, for a little while, unless we ever get out to Vegas with this show, Andy. <laughs> and then we can we can call it Spring Vegas. <laughs> we should do some sketches. If oh, we... so, yeah, we'll be a Spring Vegas sketch show. Uh huh. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, uh, you boy. arrived there. I arrived there right at seven fifteen, mm-hmm. and I would say it was about seven twenty before somebody came up. And when somebody came up, they started seating people who had been waiting. And uh, I don't know what time it was when I finally got my got to talk to somebody about my order. And look, they they were very busy. This yeah. is not me complaining. This is more like more about how their how their online ordering system works. He asked my name and went back and checked, and he's like, they. They started your order, and uh, I'd already gotten a text that said it was done. Yeah. <laughs> so I think somebody back there uh, just pressed a button and said, we'll get that when he gets here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, 
it was just weird because I think I ordered mine five minutes before you picked it up 10 minutes early. Yeah. And uh, it, it was definitely ready and all, all the way ready. Yeah. More than ready. No, mine mine was not ready. I had to wait another 15 minutes. I, I didn't get out of there until after. It was like 7.50. Sure. And I had a like Zoom game night planned with friends at 8 that I had to delay the start of. Actually, I didn't delay the start. I just sat there with my video and <laughs> heard my friend reveal some huge news. And I was like, oh, I guess I better comment on this. <laughs> so I unmuted and was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> And they did not know I was listening. Shoveling this into my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> anyway, um, what a yeah! I just was frustrating. I was, yeah. I was hungry. I get it. It's been a long day, a very long day. Uh, I've been awake for about thirty six hours, Jeez. actually, longer than that. We can talk off mic, Dan. <laughs> um, and uh, I was very hungry, more than a little frustrated, uh, <laughs> sad. Just wanted to eat some food. Yeah. And I was, of course, I was polite. They were like, I, you know, whatever. It was sure. fine. Uh, not a great system they had going on there. Because yours, I believe, was cold yeah. whenever you got it. And yeah. mine was hot, but I had to wait an extra something like 35 minutes to get it. Yeah, I would definitely recommend if uh, if you are going to try out El Magway to just call in the order. Hey. Check. Check. We had a hello. <laughs> some kind of <laughs> headphone issue. Oh, it's because yeah, I'm like, messing oh, with this. Okay. That's what's up. I just dropped out for a second. <laughs> Should I cut that out of the episode? Absolutely nah, not. No, no. It's, it's too good. Look, this is the stuff the listeners sometimes love. Sometimes we have technical hiccups. Not that often, really. Mm-mm. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes they're imperceptible to the listener, and we just <laughs> sidetrack. <laughs> yeah, totally. Sure. Andy, I tried the tostada. I tried the chalupa. The tostada. Described as lettuce, sour cream, tomato, choice of ground beef or chicken ting. I went with ground beef. Mm. Wasn't a great ground beef. Real, yeah. real, real basic like lunch, school lunch type mm. ground beef type thing. Uh, the chalupa is rye free, <laughs> rye <freed> beans, <laughs> lettuce, guacamole. Uh, no choice of meat on this one. Uh, I guess I don't know what a traditional chalupa is. Because it turns out it's a tostada. Mm-hmm. It, it was just a, a flat circle. Looked exactly like the tostada. Only difference was uh, no sour cream, no tomatoes, no beef. Costs a little more for some reason. Both of them just like soggy to the point of like the, they're no crispiness at all, which is probably my fault for ordering a tostada to go. Yeah. It's just not a to go meal. Didn't realize that that's what the chalupa was. But yeah, these were the same thing. Uh, I kind of ch- dipped my chip in the beans from the chalupa. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. I did that sometimes. That was good. It was good. It's I don't know like if a- I ever said how the chimichanga was. It was really soft too. They <laughs> were all right. I, I Wait, thought the chicken- chimichanga was soft. Oh yeah, yeah, extremely. But it was it was because of how long it had been in the back. Oh, it, yeah. it had to have been. Uh, th- you know, they weren't bad. They. I thought the chicken tinga was pretty good. I really liked the mix of peppers and onions that you get with that shredded chicken. And I, I just prefer shredded chicken to grilled, which I think there's like a dollar upcharge for the grilled chicken. I don't really see any reason to go that way yeah. when you got the tinga. Um, yeah, you know, that just a running theme of softness. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of soft stuff. I, I got one more thing, but I'll, I'll let you get into yeah. your last thing before. I had two more. I got chili, chili relleno, which is probably the best thing i tried only like two dollars 25 cents on there yeah and it's uh big this was a good this is like a good lunch portion you get chili relleno and uh, rice and beans and probably a runny like five bucks it's a good lunch that's awesome vegetarian also Mm. um 
yeah, this was easily the best thing I tried. It was still really soft, though the actual pepper was pretty thick, so it gave it a little bit uh, extra texture, more texture than the other yeah. stuff, including the stuff that had like tortillas, which are, were also soft. Sure. Uh, it had been breaded. The, they don't always, uh, you know, the, the chili rellenos are not always breaded. Sometimes it's just a pepper stuffed with cheese and covered with sauce or cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty tasty. I, I enjoyed this. Uh, a couple bites had some heat to it. Uh, it's just very standard white, me- you know, Mexican restaurant style cheese on sure. there. Totally acceptable chili relleno. Sounds good. Yeah. Almost got one this morning. I mean, I also was. I also bit into that after I had had about a third of the plate of the mochiette, which had been so disappointing. Mm-hmm. So it probably was influenced by that. I was like, oh, some this tastes decent. Yeah, I was like relieved to have something that I'd paid so much money for and waited so long to eat that tasted all right. <laughs> yeah, well, it was it was pretty expensive. Um, this morning, Dan, you brought me some what I thought was going to be some breakfast, uh, chilaquiles. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I chilaquiles are, are new to my life. I, this is something I. Just just recently introduced, and I've had it a few times here in the last couple of weeks. It's typically a breakfast dish because uh, it's it's eggs, Dan. Usually, it's supposed to be uh, fried tor- tortilla strips or chips, sure, and uh, eggs and red sauce. Um, I didn't read the menu description because I thought I already knew what chilaquiles was. Yeah. Menu description says corn tortilla chips, chicken tinga, ranchera sauce, Monterey cheese, lettuce, tomato, guacamole, Mexican rice. There's no eggs on there, Dan. Um, this is not chilaquiles. No eggs. I don't, I don't I think don't, there's eggs anywhere on the menu. Well, no. there is huevos rancheros. Oh, so. right, right. Um, I don't know what this... Like, I don't know why they, they're calling this chilaquiles. That, that's not what it well, is. Andy, you know, I've recently been introduced to the even concept of chilaquiles mm-hmm. uh, through you and the show and also just recently saw a YouTube cooking video from Simply Cooking Mama, mm. one of my favorite YouTube cooking personalities. There's so many great ones. Yeah. Uh, and she made some chilaquiles uh, that had no filling at all beyond oh. the the uh, cooked tortilla strips. Oh, so no I'm... eggs, no chicken, nothing. So I think chilaquiles might be just, be just the, strips? the strips. Okay, I don't well, know. These aren't strips. These were just corn tortilla chips covered with all this stuff. Sure. These were basically <laughs> soft nachos, Dan. <laughs> Boy, um, I mean, that sounds good. <laughs> fortunately, the ranchera sauce had some flavor. It had a li- just a little bit of heat to it, mm. um, unlike just about everything else I tried. So these these weren't bad. I, I ate them, and I, I wished that there had been eggs, and it would taste anything like breakfast. This just tasted like standard Mexican food, Dan. There was sure. just nothing special about it whatsoever. Um, it. I was really looking forward to some fried tortilla and that is not what this was this was just restaurant style chips slathered in sauce covered with a with chicken and cheese and uh it was some slop yeah. it was some moderately tasty slop that is pretty much what this place does it turns out mm-hmm. also got a sopapilla try any desserts dan i didn't i'm a big fan of a sopapilla love a sopapilla mm-hmm. little pillow mm-hmm. thin cut flour tortilla cinnamon sugar honey whipped cream chocolate sauce and cherry mine did not have a cherry i think they Bummer. just have a habit of not giving you the last thing listed <laughs> though my chilaquiles did have rice um this was a weird sopapilla actually i mean it was a flat fried tortilla cut into four. it was very thin mm. it was very thin and almost like a like a big like a chip like a big uh triangle chip dan having trouble with language sure. today sounds like a wonton skin almost yeah kind of like that 
Uh, I'm used to them being a lot more pillowy and airy. This was not that at all. But it still tasted sweet, you know? It had a little buttery honey flavor. Yep. Uh, enjoyed it. It was, it was fine. Butter, Just, honey, cinnamon, sugar, fried dough. Yeah. Very hard I to screw up. I wish it had been more doughy. I mean, they, they just about did screw it up, Dan, by <laughs> the fact that it was crispy and not soft. Uh, the one thing that I wanted to be soft wasn't soft. It was uh, cr- had some crunch to it. Yeah. It was one okay. of those hard little pillows. I think if I'd have known what was, what was coming, I, I probably would have really enjoyed this even more. Hmm. Uh, there's just so many places in town that give you like a big, thick sopapilla yeah. that's like coated in you know cinnamon sugar and that's what have cheesecake chimichangas up there they have a couple different yeah, dessert you, options you very chain yeah the chain it, it's a chain this it's place a chain. is a chain so um should we get into rating i this got place? one more thing oh, okay. andy i got the cancun burrito definitely the best thing i had big old fat white tortilla burrito with shrimp onions bell pepper tomato lettuce and that cheese sauce I thought it was real good. The shrimps were pretty fat. I, I, I didn't think it was real good. Uh, the shrimps themselves didn't have any sort of like yeah. flavor Nothing. or anything, but just, you know, I like I like a fat burrito. I already said I like their white cheese sauce a lot, actually. Um, as far as the different things I had, this was perfectly passable. I, I just love Mexican food, Andy. It's, you know, this... We talked about it before recording today, but there's such a girth of wonderful dearth. I always say that, and I think I'm doing it wrong. I think dearth is the down one. (laughs) No, dearth is a lack. Girth is not even related, though. I thought you were trying to say dearth. Oh, no. I was going to say girth of great Mexican restaurants. That's not what girth means. (laughs) Oh, I know what girth means. Okay. (laughs) You're just talking about... (laughs) Um. <laughs> oh, uh, he's talking about his big wide mouth. Yeah, yeah, that's a, fit those fat burritos in. <laughs> there's uh there's a lot of really good Mexican restaurants in town, and uh, this one is not one of them. No. I don't think Andy. I think this place is. Uh, I think you're right that Mexican food is generally really good, and I like it too. This is the floor, Dan. Mm. I think this is... I'm going to go ahead and say this is my least favorite Mexican restaurant we have tried for the show. Sure. And it's not whether we've tried any that have been particularly bad. I don't think so. But you know what, Dan? I have some rules about El Maguey. First of all, keep it out of the light. You can't eat it in bright light, especially sunlight. Because mm. if you look at the food, you won't want to eat it. Because it looks like it won't taste good. Second... Uh, don't give it any water, not even to drink. Mm-mm. It's no spice. You're not. It's not going to make you thirsty. You did describe yours as kind of watery. Mm-hmm. That one. So, the most important rule, Dan. The rule you can never forget. No matter how much you cry, no matter how much you beg, never feed El Maguey <laughs> after midnight <laughs> to yourself. Yeah, it's just a bad habit to eat that late. Plus, they're not open. Like, they close around 9 or 10, so you'd be probably. In, you'd be in leftovers. It'd be cold. <laughs> yeah. Or microwaved. And you know what happens when you put El Maguey in the microwave. That's what happens. That's absolutely <laughs> sick, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> that was disgusting. That's uh, the, the lowest rent. 
bit we've ever done in the I, show. I really, really enjoyed it, Andy. <laughs> I, I applaud you for putting all that together on such short notice. Oh, yeah. It took so long. Really, really good <laughs> stuff. Uh, I think I'm going to agree with you on, the, on, 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 on your assessment. I, I'm going to go a two, Andy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was going to... I was going to... Um, lob a skinny little two on him. Oh, yeah. We're rolling on dubs. <laughs> Boy, Andy. What a segment. Yeah. What a review. Man, we're so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's time for another fan favorite segment, and I know I say that a lot, but I wouldn't be surprised if this time it's actually true. I sure do love this segment. Mm, yeah. It's another edition, Andy, of Cold Pokin. That's right. Cold poking. Where we read an article by the best journalist in Springfield. Absolutely. We love him. He is the king. And I'm not being facetious. We we love Steve Pokin on yeah. this podcast. I, I now read all of his poking around oh, articles. He, it, they're so good. I mean, except except when they're not. <laughs> but they're usually pretty good. Yeah. And we find the best of them and uh, read them right here on the air, generally in a uh well, it's called cold poking oh, because yeah. we like to read ones we have not yet read that have mm -hmm. uh, interesting titles, That's like right. old ones. However, Dan brought to our attention mm -hmm. uh, that he, Steve, had Steve really laid one on us. Oh yeah, this week. And oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Usually, you just read these, but I'm actually going to help you out okay. with this one. There, this one is a. A bit of a character piece. Oh, so there, there, yeah, there's I'm a not, couple people involved. I don't think I'm comfortable doing a performance with a character. No, no, I didn't mean it in that way in that uh, somebody in this isn't real. I just mean it's 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 a dialogue. Excuse okay. me. It's a real it. life dialogue. So I, I, I'm going to be reading the parts of well, well, you'll see. Oh, all right. Um, cool. So this is called I, I, poking around. I grab exclusive. I grab exclusive interview with 19 who tells me not to be afraid. Mm, so 19. Am I playing Steve? Am I, am I Steve Pokin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be reading the role of uh, the parts okay. of 19. Let me get in character here. So I'm just, I'm poking around. All right. <laughs> God. <laughs> Didn't even have time to get my camera out for that. All right. <laughs> I met him at the entry door to the news leader. I was surprised he was wearing a mask. Uh, I was surprised at how unassuming he looked. I thought he looked more like a microbe. He, instead, he was sharply dressed with an American flag pen on his polo shirt. What did you expect? The big bad wolf? He asked, smiling with perfect teeth. I let him into the newsroom where there have been a lot of empty desks in recent years and even more since the pandemic started. Most of my colleagues work from home. But you still come to work, he said. You know why? Because you're a patriot. Not, not at all, I told him. It all started because my kitchen was being remodeled when you showed up, and there's only a couple of us here in this great big newsroom. Don't be modest. You're a patriot. I mean that sincerely. This sounds like you and me <laughs> talking to him. <laughs> uh, he had the ability to smile with his eyes, and he sure seemed sincere. He stuck out his hand and said, just call me 19. I took a pass on the handshake. Elbow bump? No. Wait. Wait a second. What? Wait a what? Wait a second, guys. Stop it. Wait uh, a Who? Who is that? This, 
This dude looks like a microbe. It's me, 19. Oh, no. That's right. And I just, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a little out of breath from running here from Vic Vlerby Park. Oh, but but I uh we're recording inside. Oh, today this is not. Can we go back? Wait, what? <laughs> is that your catchphrase? I say it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I overheard you guys reading this new poking around article. Can you just back off that microphone by a little bit. I heard about you guys reading this new poking around article. Uh, you can put it back. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we were doing a performance of, I guess, a little bit of Reader's Theater here. Well, of course, it's about an exclusive interview he nabbed with me, 19. Is that like your age or? (laughs) Andy, Andy, Andy. It is my age. I'm 19 years old. And there's some discrepancies Uh between what I actually said and what this guy Steve Pokin says I said, suffering (laughs) succotad. Well, well, like what? What kind of discrepancies? Well, first of all, that last line there, which I commend Dan on getting my voice exactly right. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I mean, I guess you you can take... (laughs) Did you say, I guess... (laughs) Yes, You're that was my list like coming him. out, Andy. <laughs> I did go to speech therapy whenever I was younger mm. to rid myself of a lisp. Uh, I, I mean, I guess you could take over now, 19, since you're here. I mean, they're your parts. Mm. I, I just, I, it only oh. feels right. We're going to keep doing it then? Oh, yeah, we're going to keep doing it. But we're going to set the record straight, bucko. Okay. And I hope Steve's out there listening, because I'm not going to let him get away with this uh, shattered glass journalism <laughs> and uh, changing around my stuff, okay? Call me Alexander Sarsgaard, because I'm here to yell at you about being bad. <laughs> Suffering succotash. Oh, my. So, first of all, he says that I asked him for an elbow bump. And let me tell you, I didn't say bump, okay? What'd you say? He misheard me. Okay. I said what, what? something that sounds like bump. Thump? And But he wasn't down for that. So he said no. Oh. Well, that's... I think I know what you mean, and that's, prob- that's wildly inappropriate. Well, I, I, I just think he should get it right. If I'm being wildly inappropriate? It seems like maybe he was doing you a favor. Oh, suffer and suck attached. Let's move on. <laughs> Not a fan of that. I think that might be the catchphrase <laughs> of like another very well-known like person or... Are you just like not IP. like... You just don't like vegetables? Is that... What's up with that 19? Yeah. <laughs> I think they should suffer, especially <laughs> suck attached. Okay, so are we just jump. Are we going back to Reader's Theater? Yeah. So I say what I say about El doing something to his elbow, okay. and it rhymes with bump, if you know what I mean. And he says no, and uh, I guess oh, this is my part. Then I respond here. I understand, and I'm reading straight from the Newsleader article yeah. here. So I'll you know I'll let you know if there's any discrepancies mm-hmm. I have. I understand. I said, and I'll. I'll read even the stage directions. But you really don't have to be afraid of me. I offered him the chair at the other end of the conference table. 
You run, don't you? I have to admit I was flattered that 19, the most famous person on the planet these days, would know anything about me. Yeah, I run. Me too. That's why you don't have to be afraid of me. You're in good health, great health, nothing to fear. And now, and he got most of that right, and I will admit. But after I said nothing to fear, I said, you got nothing to fear, big boy. You're looking good. <laughs> I see why you'd want that last part to be included. I mean, it's, he's kind of trimming some ephemera, I guess, but... I think it kind of speaks to my personality yeah. and how cool of a chill guy I am. <laughs> Steve says, I don't think that's true. I'm, I'm also 67 years old. Don't be such a worrywart, dog. Now, this one, he got exactly <laughs> correct. And it, I, I commend him for this here because that's something I say all the time, dog. Says, uh, please, please don't call me dog. And then for some reason, the next section as a subtitle says, uh, interview must be at least 15 minutes. Is, uh, that, is that a requirement for you? Well, <laughs> if you'll read on, this is just a bit of a, a prose work from Pokin here, just setting you up for a little something he's going to say later on in the article. Some flavor text, almost, I think <laughs> you would call that, maybe. Flavor text. Yeah, flavor text. Uh, why don't you go on from please don't call me dog, which I don't know why he had such a problem with that. Okay. I wasn't sure much, how much time I had for the interview, so I asked. All the time you want, I answered. Let's make it at least 15 minutes, Ugh. big boy. That's and I said big boy, but he left it out of the article. Yeah. Yeah. Are we flirting with Steve Pokin? No, I just told him he was very healthy. Suffering okay. succotash. All the time you want. Let's, let's make it at least 15. Oh, that's you. Oops. Yeah. That's, that's generous <laughs> of you. I know you've had thousands of interview requests. It said something, but I could not fully understand him through his mask. To be honest, it almost sounded like he was deliberately mumbling. And that's a load of garbage. I wasn't deliberately mumbling. A load I of garbage? <laughs> well, you see, I, sometimes people I can't, misunderstand what I say. I can't understand you, I said. Yes, he did say that, and that's exactly true. He so took I took off my mask. mask off, and I said, Is this better, Stephen E. Pokin? And he, he left out me calling him Stephen E. Pokin. Yes, but then I thought about it. I have an exclusive worldwide interview with 19. That's me. Ugh, the 19. La the last thing I want to do is misquote him because I was afraid to admit I couldn't fully understand him. Andy, I understand you're disappointed with Steve uh, compromising his journalistic integrity yeah. by misquoting me so many times, but don't act like you, uh, you know, some worrywart dog. <laughs> okay, okay. But I kept my mask on. I commence with my toughest question. You've killed over a million people worldwide and 215,000 of my fellow Americans. Why shouldn't I be afraid of you? Listen, I said, rolling my desk chair closer. Let's be complete. Oh, goodness. Excuse me. Uh, Steve's got a little typo there. Let me be completely honest with you, Steve-O. And I added the O there, but he didn't print it. This is a bit of a reason. stunt he was doing, so oh, I get why you would yes, say that. Absolutely. Like from the show. Mm -hmm. The name of which I won't say here on your show. Yeah. 
it wasn't me, like Shaggy said, and he left that out too. He could have at least added a parenthetical. I'm no different than a bad cold or the same old run-of-the-mill flu. Come on, look at me. Do you see me spewing viral air particles? Do you, Steve-O? Suffer and suck at that. Well, no, I didn't. Andy, please, just give me a little bit. Uh, well, no, I didn't. Thank you. That was much more true to Steve's character. Mm. So then I say, see, Steve, fake news, like what the president says. Oh, but people are dying. But you haven't died, am I right? Of course, you're right. Then what do you care? Of course I... Oh, no. Oh, no. Hey! I wrote a podium. <laughs> podium. And that is what I said. I wrote a podium I'd like to read. And then Steve asked me what a poem... What a po- <laughs> Excuse me. Steve asked me what a podium is. And I explained that it's a special type of poem uh-huh. that only me, 19, can write. Uh-huh. But he cut all that out. Instead, mm-hmm. he just made it seem as if I said... Hey, I wrote a poem I'd like to read. And that's just journalistic uh, badness. He reached into a pocket of his chinos and took out a piece of paper. He stood from his chair and stepped even closer to me as he read with vigor and projection. I think that I shall never see a virus so maligned as me. And it's funny that I called myself a virus when really I'm a man in a suit Uh. with an American flag pin, like he said. He projected his voice so well I could feel his saliva mist down my forearm. And I did do that. You can attest to that, Andy. Please back up, I said. Wow. You sound just like him. Question Question two. two. When you make people sick, 19, why do some have no symptoms or mild symptoms while others die? Just a light, just a light segment. First, he said, said, that's me. me, Oh, yeah, yeah, it's you. You're assuming it's me. And you know what happens when you assume, and I'm adding this in because he didn't write Mm -hmm. it in here. You make assumptions about me, and that makes a big fool out of you, you butt. (laughs) But he He should have left that in. I know, he should have. And so I said, first, you're assuming it's me and all that other stuff. Second, as Abraham Lincoln once said, most people are about as sick as they make up their minds to be. That's not what Lincoln said. He said most people uh, <laughs> most people are about as happy as they make up their minds to be. Happy, sick, what's the difference? And let me tell you something else about Lincoln. And this is where I should get into this. I wasn't even talking about Abraham Lincoln. I was talking about the Lincoln lawyer, Matthew McConaughey. <sighs> okay. Um, what's that? I asked. I didn't kill him. He then looked at his watch, which is what I, Andy Carr, uh-huh. am doing at this moment. Me too. I do still have a heart out uh, pretty soon. Got to get that chicken biscuit or I will get clubbed. Cheeky biscuit for the cheeky biscuit. Uh, you're up. Uh, 19. Oh, sorry. So I look at my watch and I just said that brilliant thing about how I didn't kill the Lincoln lawyer, Matthew mm-hmm. McConaughey, because he's not even dead. 
And I looked at my watch and I said, 22 minutes. I would say, Steve, don't quit your day job, except that this is your day job. And, um, I, this is a, I don't, I think we may have to take your crown away. <laughs> I agree. He <laughs> grabbed an exclusive interview with a guest as elusive as me who's killed uh. 250,000 American folks. And um, excuse me for that, folks, suffering succotash. And then he goes and misquotes me all over the place, leaves out my great zingers. I brought up only... Brad and Angelina. <laughs> I brought up Brad and Jennifer. I brought brought up the possibility of Brad being with Alia Shawcat, which was a thing about six months ago. Uh-huh. Didn't turn out to be true. They're just friends. He loves Frank Ocean. Huh? <laughs> Brad. Yeah, Brad. I like Brad. I, I like Brad, too. Good looking man. Yeah, he's great. Um, This is like sub-SNL, and it would be... I mean, SNL would have this be like a mind hunter a mind hunter a parody snl you're talking about the donuts yeah this is like much worse than an snl donut which are quite delicious wow 19 i can't believe you're the first person on the air to uh draw the comparison between the s and l donuts and how they sound like snl and on a day when we didn't have any Uh yeah the first Sunday since they opened that we've not had SNL. And it's almost like I've been thinking about it for weeks, like bringing that up, <laughs> and I uh, just keep forgetting to. And then you, nineteen, yeah, me, suffering succotas, you bring it up. Yeah. So, uh, I guess this is a time as good as any to softly land the show, Andy. <laughs> softly <laughs> land the show. Yeah. Okay. Did you have anything you want to leave us with, nineteen? Oh. Boy, I mean, I hate this. By the maybe way, maybe I look down at my watch and I say how long it's been, which is way too long I, in my estimation. I hate this. <laughs> and I said fifteen minutes earlier because that's how long it takes to contract. No, the I, thing. I got it. And I'm like the thing, but uh-huh. a person, right? Uh, well, anyway, folks, I'm sure I'll be back on the show plenty of times. I'm a person who's got lots of things to say and uh, the longevity as a appearer if you will and uh i'll leave you all with just one more thing and that's suffering suck attached oh. and don't assume things because then you're a big old butt <laughs> <laughs> wow I, I just headed out the door back to the park really just a fantastic i can't believe that we got an interview with someone that is exclusive as the guy that steve poken got the interview Uh, oh that was bad (laughs) like a lot of the stuff doesn't (laughs) feel good when we do them and uh i mean it's not our fault we have to do cold poken it's an obligation we have (laughs) As much as you didn't like it, I I thought it was I I thought that, that was pretty fun, and uh, maybe it was oh you had a pretty good time because with it? you didn't like it even <laughs> <laughs> that kind of fed me the energy. I'm hoping that I didn't enjoy it in a way that is entertaining for other people to listen to at least. Oh boy, we're reaching into Tower Club area with yeah. how much we're pulling back the veil here. Andy. All right, um, yeah. Is there anything we, that we need to leave people with, Dan? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. 
Thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to hear two bonus episodes per month, join the Spring Food Mo Tower Club. Go to towerclub.springfoodpod.com. On one episode, we talk about whatever, and on the other, we review all the new restaurants in town. Joining the Tower Club is only $5 a month. Half of that helps us put on the podcast, and the other half is donated to Ozark's Food Harvest to help fight hunger in the Ozarks. So you're saying listeners can donate money to a good cause and get two more episodes of our dumb show? That's what I'm saying, Dan. $5 a month at towerclub.springfoodpod.com. Cool. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Spring Food Media. Media.